Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. We just got done with 31 Nights of Frights. Hopefully everybody out there enjoyed it. If not, well, here I am. I'm back doing my regular weekly show. It's been a little bit since I've done a commentary piece and I thought that I would do that to kick off the restarting of Adam Analyzes. I just got done doing 31 episodes for the 31 Nights of Frights and that was 31 different movies, 33 if you truly count them all. I just thought it would be good to get away from movies for a little bit, well, one week anyway, and do a commentary episode. Famous film critic Roger Ebert once said that video games are not art. In his article, he goes to compare video games to a different medium of art, such as paintings on a wall or even films themselves. My biggest problem with his article is the fact that he seems to want to compare one type of art to another. Obviously, you can't go and compare one artwork to another, such as a painting to a movie. It's a completely different thing. You can make a painting or a movie evoke the same type of emotions, but let's go one step further, music. Are we going to compare all three of those together and say, oh, well, this is not art because I like one over the other? That's almost the way his article reads. And it bothers me even more because he seemed to get this idea from a TED Talk. This was a TED Talk that was actually defending the medium of video games. In his article, he wants to seem to write about why he doesn't agree with that. For one, I 100% disagree with Roger Ebert. I think that video games are an art form. If you look at something like the video game Shadow of the Colossus, which was released on PlayStation 2, I would say that that is definitely a art form. That is definitely art. It's a beautiful story with the way it's told. And it's told without much story at all. We have a person that because it's not art to them, they went ahead and wrote an article that shows a big misunderstanding overall as far as what one person may think of as art, another person may have a difference of opinion. Thinking about this led me to think about all the different video game movies. That's right, one art form went and transferred to another. The big one that was released back in 1993 was the Super Mario Brothers film. We had Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo as Mario and Luigi. It even had Dennis Hopper as Koopa. It's a notable flop overall, and I actually enjoy it. I think it's a fun movie. It's not nearly as bad as what its reputation would lead you to believe. It's pretty fun, and it's perfectly watchable. Is it a good movie? Definitely not. It's, it's a bad movie, but it's definitely enjoyable overall. Since 1993, there has been 37 more video game films that have come about. Most of these films are poorly written and just overall not good films. I was trying to think of why are these films really not that great. I think it's mostly because the writers, when they're writing them, they come up with all kinds of ideas and they try to put their own spin on the whole thing. This, of course, doesn't sit well with fans of the original source material. I don't know if I would want to see a movie that is exactly the same thing as the video game that I played, but a lot of the creative decisions that go into making one of these films 
usually result in some kind of extra plot device or something of the like. That's when adapting a lot of these films, you run into issues and problems. One that I can think of offhand is the movie Doom. When I saw that one, I was surprised because it wasn't the movie that I wanted it to be. There was no more demonic stuff going on. Instead, it was aliens. They completely changed the whole idea of it, radically altering the main core story. It should be an easy film to produce, but somewhere along the line, things went bad. The other big one that comes to mind that I was very disappointed in was the Resident Evil film. I didn't understand why they didn't just go with the core story of Resident Evil. Instead, they went with a prequel. The prequel is all fine and good, but I don't really care how the outbreak started. I wanted to see something that was actually horror and not more action-orientated. That's the movie we got. We got essentially an action movie with zombies. It didn't even come close to being scary. That was my big disappointment. Who is this Alice character? That's not who I want to see on screen. But they wound up making many sequels to it. I don't know if they were up to like five or six films in that series. I'm glad they went and killed it off. I can tell you my biggest disappointment with that series of films was the second one. I was actually kind of excited because, oh, they're adapting Resident Evil 2. Well, not quite. They incorporated some things from Resident Evil 3 into Resident Evil 2 with the movie. It was a bad film, probably one of the worst ones I have ever seen in a theater. Honestly, how they made it up to as many films as they did in that series, it's kind of mind-blowing. Somehow people kept going to see them. If you're a fan of them, by all means, keep watching them. They're just definitely not for me. There is a little bit of hope on the Resident Evil front, as Netflix is doing either a new movie or a new show, I'm not sure which. They may be doing both, but I have high hopes that they actually get it right this time. The Resident Evil games are some of my favorites from back in the day. I kind of given up on them overall, but they were fun to play and I really just wanted to see a decent adaptation of this. The only video game film that I can actually say that I really, really liked was Silent Hill. I think Silent Hill got it right. They got the look right of the town itself. The movie itself does make some deviations from the original story. However, as much as it deviates, it actually goes and sticks pretty close to the story of the original game. This movie is an instance of one of the first times that I can think of of a gender swapping of the main characters. That's fine because it really doesn't have a big impact. They just basically changed the role of the father to a mother with the child. Overall, the story is a little bit on the confusing side, but it does work if you've not played the Silent Hill games at all. I think that is probably the thing that makes it work as a whole. Just about anybody could go and watch it, and they could probably have a good time with it as well. It's by no means a great film, it's not an Oscar winning film, but as far as video game adaptations go, this is definitely on the top of the list. Another reason video game films have gotten a bad rap is the fact that a lot of them are pretty bad. We have one director who basically made some of the worst video game film adaptations of all time. That is director Yui Bowl. 
He directed the movie House of the Dead, Blood Rain, Alone in the Dark, Postal, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. And I think that may have been it as far as his video game adaptations. I could be wrong, but I think he did make two or three Blood Rain films. How he was able to do it, I don't know. I know a lot of his stuff was funded by the German government and all kinds of tax breaks. I know he self-financed films. He really believed in them. Sadly, he made some really bad ones. If you want something truly laughable, I would say watch the movie House of the Dead. Scenes of action in the movie are somehow intercut with scenes from the video game. I have no idea why they decided to do such a thing. Maybe to remind you that you're watching a video game movie? I don't know, but it's pretty bad. I honestly think that one of the worst mistakes that writers make on these films are those subplots that they add in or those extra characters. It's a dangerous route to go down. When you're adapting a video game for a film, that could be anywhere from a, what, 5 to 40 hour experience, depending on which game you're playing. What you have to do with that is whittle that basic story down into something comprehensive for a hour and a half to two hour film. You might want to run it two and a half hours, but then you run the risk of committing another sin. And that's making the movie boring. I think that when they're writing these, they really need to get into the mindset that they're adapting something that's much longer and they need to boil it down to basics. Almost the same way that films adapt novels. It's a tricky thing to actually adapt a novel down to that two-hour movie. It doesn't always work. I know one of the most adapted writers is Stephen King. There's actually a lot of bad adaptations of his stories. Probably the only way to really do a novel is to actually go and break it up into two parts. They were actually wise to break the It remake into two parts. That actually worked for that movie and that novel. I think it actually honored the source material pretty well. So I think that any writer that wants to adapt this massive video game for a movie transferring one art form to another you really need to think of it as you're adapting it from like a novel there's a lot of text and dialogue in video games a lot of that might be easy to translate to a film and it might not you need to find a way to make it work if you're going to continue to make video game films as a whole the more recent one that i can think of that actually worked was the sonic the hedgehog movie they took great liberties with the original story, and it was actually fun to watch. It was a good comedic family film. Honestly, it caught me by surprise that it was actually fun to watch. But we all know that for every good video game film, there's a bad adaptation. Sadly, this will probably always be the case. It is very similar to there's a lot of good adaptations of books that translate well into movies, and there's other ones that do not translate well. It really is a tricky situation to do these films, and I understand that it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, and they're basically just trying to make them, since they are purely made for money and to get us fans into the theaters, there probably will never be a truly great video game based film. I have hopes, 
but sadly I just don't see it happening. With that, I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. Or if you don't do the whole social media thing, you can contact me at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on some past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to continue to make new episodes and reach new listeners. But with that being said, be kind and good night.